0: Good afternoon, everybody. This is Stephen Davis at Feet for Thoughts. It is Saturday, the 8th of July, 2017. Um, In a moment, I want to take a few seconds to talk about how much thought we give to the words and phrases that we use. So stay tuned. Good afternoon everybody and welcome to Feet 4 Thoughts. This is Stephen Davis speaking here. Uh, Welcome to the show. Once again, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Feet 4 Thoughts, that is Feet 4 Thoughts on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, Website link is in the bio if you want to drop by the website, uh, send me an email or what have you. Um, I didn't want to take very long today. just wanted to talk about the how much thought we give to words and phrases that we use. Um and in particular this phrase bear with me. Um just kind of came to me this morning um and it just it just sparks my mind off, just got me thinking and just really thinking about okay, what do we mean when we say bear with me what does that actually mean and what can this actually tell us about what we you know things that we see in scripture um but to start off uh i mean words are important especially in this relativistic day and age so a day and age where you know people are trying to basically say that words don't have meaning you know and words do have meaning without concrete meaning words become meaningless and without words that mean things we cannot convey truth. Knowledge becomes, you know, anarchy. There's, there's just no knowledge. There's no understanding, or anything like that. If we abandon truth, if we abandon words, and if we abandon um, meaning, then we essentially abandon knowledge. And you know what? God doesn't just desire that we be saved. He also desires that we come to the knowledge of the truth. And when he said, you know, when Paul says that in you know in his epistle to Timothy, this truth isn't just Jesus died for you or Jesus has a wonderful plan for your life or believe this or go to hell or anything like that. Um it isn't just about that. It's all encompassing. The truth encompasses everything. Proverbs one seven says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs nine ten says, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight." So, in other words, by the light of Christ, by knowing Yahweh, you see everything as it could be, as it should be. Um, I believe it was C.S. Lewis who said, "I you know I believe in Christianity like I believe in a sun, not because um, I see it, but because by it I see." All things, and that is really what Christ does. Christ and the knowledge of Christ, your relationship with Christ, should shed light on everything that you see so that you can see it as it should be. So, that being said, I wanted to talk about this phrase this phrase that we commonly use within our vernacular Bear with me. Um, Now, most people think of tolerance when they think of this phrase they think you know even begrudgingly um if you're if you know if you're telling someone oh bear with me it might be in a position of you know annoyance and frustration that you can see that this person's just losing their patience basically and you're asking them no you know bear with me put up with me for a little bit longer um so basically if you're asking someone to bear with you you're, you're basically asking for their patience um and there is truth to this um But the question is, are we missing a nugget of insight by not giving as much thought as we should to what the phrase actually means? So, I mean, a quick cursory glance um, at the definition for, you know, bearing, Uh, it basically means to hold up or to carry. So really, if you're asking someone to bear with you, essentially what you're asking them to do is to help you carry a load to help you carry whatever it is that you're carrying so in other words you're essentially asking for support and this does contain an element of patience or require patience because you know many of us can testify if someone has asked you to help them move a sofa or you know one of those old school big widescreen tvs not when they were flat but when they were like as as had as much depth as they had width. um there's only so much weight we can carry before our body grows weak and we can't carry it anymore and with this comes the notion of endurance carrying a heavy weight requires endurance and of course endurance is also or can be synonymous with patience um And this same understanding can be seen in several phrases throughout scripture. So for example, to bear a child, or to bear fruit, or to bear witness. Um, Bearing a child is talking about carrying a child. Bearing fruit is talking about carrying fruit. Bearing witness is talking about carrying witness. But we don't really think of witnessing as something we carry or something we hold. The same thing with fruit or fruit of the spirit. We don't think of fruit of the spirit as something we carry or we hold up. We more so think of it as something we produce. And indeed, there is that meaning within bearing something, but I think that's more so come out of the way that we've started to use the phrase, not necessarily what the phrase to bear actually means. It really just means to lift up or to carry or to hold up something um so yeah uh, uh, you know trees carry fruit in that they you know they hold them dangling from their branches a woman carries a child in her womb whilst pregnant um and you know jesus told us to bear our cross so carry, you know pick up your cross and follow me it's you know the action involves that you carry something that you lift something up and this is also the meaning behind the commandment um, in the book of exodus part of the 10 commandments do not take the lord's name in vain the hebrew word for take here is a variation of the root nasa which means to carry or lift up so the idea of taking the lord's name isn't about how we use his name necessarily not you know Whether we say, oh my God, or something like that, or even using uh, the name of Jesus uh, to express annoyance or something like that. I'm not saying that that's okay, but that's not what the commandment is saying. It's talking about taking something to lift it up and carry it. So taking the Lord's name in vain is carrying his name in vain. In other words, you are taking on his name, his identity, his reputation, and if you do it in a way that is vain, that is empty, that is meaningless, that brings disrepute to his name, it's that which is the act of blasphemy because you are using his name and you are making it a common thing. Think of it how the Levites had to carry the Ark of the Covenant. They bore the name of Yahweh because the Ark of the Covenant was actually called literally Hashem it was called the name so they were carrying the name of Yahweh they were carrying his presence they were carrying his glory his reputation so that's how you have to look at bearing or taking the Lord's name it's literally carrying his name his presence his reputation and his glory with you wherever you go so if the notion of bearing with someone means basically to help them carry a load does that change the way we understand certain texts in scripture so romans 15 verse 1 says we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves so in other words we who are strong have an obligation to help the weak carry their load. Not just, oh, you know what? This guy is new in the faith, yeah. You just have to tolerate him. You just have to put up with the fact, you know, just be patient, just wait it out. One day he'll get it, yada, yada, yada. No, he's saying literally help them carry their load. Help them carry the weight of their cross because they're weaker than you. Carrying your cross is a way to build up spiritual strength you build up strength the longer you bear your cross and we don't really think of it that way because many of us will look back on our early days in the faith and think you know what it was easier then to carry my load now things are harder but you know it's not necessarily what this is saying this is saying you are strong if you've been in this longer you're stronger than someone who is weaker but and it's true there are certain trials that someone who is younger in the faith won't have the same grounding or root to bear that you know to bear that load that you will because that's you know foundations are important that's why you need to dig foundations deep that's why trees spread their roots deep in the ground. At the moment, my mum is dealing with um, a growth of bamboo in her garden. And if you know anything about bamboo, they grow deep roots, number one, but number two, their roots spread far. So even though the bamboo is coming out on one side of her garden, the root system actually has gone to the other side of the garden. You can't even see it, it hasn't sprouted from the ground, but the roots are so deep and so far that it's gonna take a lot of effort to get that bamboo out because the roots can just spread and take over the entire garden. So when we're talking about someone being grounded in the faith versus someone being new or weaker in the faith, we're talking about someone who has deeper roots. You who are stronger, bear with the weak, help them carry their load. The next passage is um, 2 Corinthians 11, 1, which is really where the topic of today, the phrase, you know, is is right there in scripture. Paul says, I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me? Obviously, this is him giving his uh, famous speech about, you know, where he's basically boasting about his credentials. And yeah, in this case, he is asking the guys like, yeah, you know, up with me for a little bit longer but again it's it's not just a matter of yeah just tolerate me he's actually inviting them to come with him and actually go on this journey with him yeah walk with me in my shoes for a little bit that's basically what he's telling them to do like walk with walk a mine in my shoes and listen to what i'm saying and so you will understand the weight of what i'm carrying so yeah just put up with me for a second um the next passage is Ephesians 4, 1 to 3. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. So again, carry one another's loads in love. Colossians three twelve to 13. Put on then as God's chosen ones. Holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So, part of um, this whole aspect of loving one another is helping to bear one another's loads, help one another to carry you know the load the burden the struggle whatever it is that you're going through help one another and you know and it's put right next to you know if anyone has a complaint against another forgive one another in other words put aside your grievances so that you can help each other carry one another's burdens and this actually has a really nice um historical connection to uh, in ephesians 6 where it talks about the shield of faith um some people may not realize is that Paul is basing all of the pieces of the armor of God on Roman uh, soldiers armor so the shield that Roman soldiers had was this big shield i think it's about like a meter and a half in height was normally covered with leather and this leather was uh drenched in water soaked in water and the way that you would hold your shield is that half of the shield would be covering your body and the other half would be covering the body of the soldier standing next to you because Romans they Roman soldiers had this formation called a phalanx where you would literally put all of your shields together um, and it would almost look like, um, say, like a turtle shell or something like that. You would cover, you know, you would cover the person next to you and you would be impenetrable to arrows of the enemy. Um, and that's one reason why the uh, their shields were dipped or soaked in water so that if any fiery arrows came they would be extinguished um, on the shield otherwise it could set the shield on fire but the point is your shield wasn't just for you your shield was also there to cover the person next to you so and it's the same with our shield of faith our shields of faith are not just for us our shields of faith are also there to cover the brother or sister standing next to you and i think that connects really nicely with the whole if you have a complaint against one another forgive one another think about it in that context if you were a soldier in an army and you had beef with the soldier who was meant to stand next to you in the formation and you saw those arrows coming if you had a grief with that person i bet in your heart you would hesitate before extending your shield to cover Their left hand side. You would maybe hold that shield a bit closer to your side. You're like, I ain't going to protect you. I'm going to protect myself. And this is what Paul is getting at. Bear with one another. Carry one another's loads. Protect one another. If you have a complaint, forgive one another. Otherwise, you could be opening up the entire formation to attack. And just as we know, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. So if one member of the body suffers, the whole body suffers. Uh, The last scripture I wanted to look at was Galatians 6, 2 to 5. And I put this one last because it's very interesting. It says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. So on the one hand, he's saying bear one another's uh, burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So you fulfill love your neighbor as yourself by carrying one another's loads. But then he says, but, you know, test your own work. For you will each have to bear your own load. So you have this juxtaposition of help each other carry your own loads, but remember, you have to carry your own load as well. So there are five points to draw from this. Number one, carry each other's loads, fulfilling the love of your neighbor. Number two, the person who thinks so highly of themselves that they can bear anything is deceiving themselves. Third point, sometimes we all need help. Fourth, But the person is told to test their own work. So I believe this is idiomatic for trying to carry your own cross yourself. So you need to actually be able to bear the weight of your own cross. Why? This is the fifth point. Ultimately, you can't rely on your neighbor to carry your own load for you. In other words, don't think so highly of yourself that you're completely beyond needing help at all at any time. But don't be so lazy either that you rely on someone else to carry your load um, so that you can at least be able to say at the end of the day that you've put in some work. So don't be lazy. You can't just allow your brothers and sisters to always carry your burdens. They should carry your burden, but you can't always be so lazy with your walk that you always have to be picked up by someone else. The word of God says to work out your salvation with fear fear and trembling but you know what God is working in you both to do uh, both to will and to do his good pleasure so he's not leaving you in the lurch but you cannot burden other people beyond what they're able to bear because you are lazy and that's basically it that's all I wanted to cover today Um, I pray that you have been blessed by the content if you have please share to your friends give those claps if you have any comments or any feedback or even if you wanted to contribute a topic for next time do call in and let me know and once again follow me on instagram and on twitter at feet for thoughts that's feet for thoughts on instagram and on twitter i'm stephen davis and you have been listening to feet for thoughts i pray you have a blessed saturday